This is Daniel, your Game Master and Master of Ceremonies. This is Tori, and I play Dooley. This is Sorcerer, and I play Ty. This is Becca, and I play Mirgrat. And this is Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. Welcome aboard. You've never seen the Centauri Opera. Not one opera. Not even that one. Oh, oh, what was it called? Oh, oh. The name escaped me for a moment. But it was about the two Centauri noblemen who were gifted with a vision from the great maker to go forth and perform a musical act on many different people while shystering around. Yes, you know the one. We are on the mission from the Great Maker. We all know this phrase. Uh, oh, oh, maybe you don't know it in the in Trusantare. Isanaririmah. Isanaririmah. How do you not know Isanaririmah? Oh. Everything we know of this is just... Uh, you know what? That's it. I've done... You would not enjoy Centauri Opera, no how many times it takes you to Sweet Home Tarascara. Oh, oh, you, go away now. I have other friends to talk to. Ah, good. Another sit. Sit. I was uh, discussing Centauri Opera with this heathen over here. But you're here now, and that is what is important. Good. Do you want to know more about the Taumari Celestia? Well, we all do. Well, those who are interested in interesting stories like Centauri Opera, I can't tell anything to anyone anymore. Uh, so, while we have you here, let us talk about what has happened already. So, well, Mirgrat has recovered. Mirgrat has gone back, has tried to do some research, and has talked again once or twice with her interns. You know, the people she doesn't pay, but actually get to work for her. We uh, we in Centauri have a different name for this, but I guess things are different on uh, on Pakmara. It's just how it is, I suppose. That being said, there was a revelation that had come up that they were on the far side of Volon Space. A place they could never hope to return from. This had led many to uh, start colonizing some of the planets nearby or on the, on the uh, triplicate system. However, Duli and Tai were not deterred. They had a plan. They had a good plan. And they wanted to know more from others who might be in the shipping or sailing or spacefaring ways. But they had to look up a few things first. It's just a shot in the dark. I don't know what else to do. I mean, we have to get home. I don't think we can get home. Okay, we have to get to a planet where we can survive. It's more doable, assuming any of these planets here are that. Oh, but... while we're here, let's quick scan the planets and see if any of them are survivable. I mean, we need one oxygen planet and one methane planet. Is there anything like that here? That is Operation Sensors. Don't have it. I probably don't either. Nope. Uh, nope. 
Well, in that case, we'll do computer use to see if you can figure it out. <laughs> All right, I will use my my high school knowledge of computer use. <laughs> Should we both do that, or yeah, I guess I can. Well, you're probably has, better uh, at it than I am. So, who has nice. the better computer use? I guess is the question. Three. Minus three. Minus six. Yeah, go for it. You don't. Yeah, but with a. <laughs> okay, you rolled an eleven. Uh, six, that's not a high school level of computer use. That's, you know... Uh... Okay, but but I... My ranks... Okay, so let me look at computers. I only have three ranks in it, mm-hmm. but I have a bonus for the intelligence. There you go. So right. it's... it's a it, Okay, it's community college. Fair. But, you know, I couldn't design an entire website or, uh, you know, a new sound module by myself. Here's your soundboard. Hope you like it. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> I is a specialist. In this particular case, uh, since you rolled an 11, it gives you at least a straight die roll for sensors. In other words, you know, no pluses, no minuses, but you at least can figure out enough to figure out how to activate them and make a quick scan without looking like you're making a, a big scan. Okay, so I will just do a straight die roll. Straight no in bonus or anything? Nope. No! Okay. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Seven. Yeah, you're, you're kind of lost. If Ty wants to also do the same thing, you're welcome to try. Actually, Ty has a better idea. Presumably, they already scanned these planets because why would they not? So why don't we just ask them? Oh, okay. So you, you're going to ask today? for the... Right now. Well, okay. you can do it as a concerned doctor. Eventually, we're going to run supplies. Have they looked into the ultimate worst-case scenario of planet? Oh, I figured you would do that while you're pretending you know how to run a piloting computer, but I guess I can do the doctor thing again. Sure. So, uh, Ty, give me a intrigue uh, check, please. Okay. Actually, excuse me, bluff check. Bluff check. You're much better at this than I am. Okay. (laughs) So, when going over to the commander slash captain. You do pull off the whole, as a doctor, I have to be concerned about the supplies and where we are, and if we have to make the last stand of, well, is there a place we can land, at least resupply, if not get what we need for long-term survival? Mm-hmm. He actually says, yeah, we've been we a couple of scans of, he actually kind of gestures at the window, those things. And uh, yeah, we've got, uh, we got, some, we got some scans on them. He, goes over to a console, taps up a few buttons, pulls up the, the, the scanned information. He says, here, take a look. Okay. I look at it. Right. Okay. okay. I have no idea what role will be to, to discern whether or not you know what you're talking, you know what you're looking at. In this particular case, uh, what knowledges do you have? I have Wait. humans. I have customs laws. Can we <laughs> get a printout? Well, it, it wouldn't be a printout printout, but you could do it basically the data Send transfer. Send to a tab, yeah, data yeah, transfer. We, we have other things we need to attend to, and you'll want to study these extensively, mm-hmm. is what I say. That I will. Okay. 
because if you can't figure it out, I bet you Mirakrat can. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understood the implication here. Yeah. That we were gonna give it to an actual scientist. Yeah. Okay. So if that's the case, yeah, you can. You basically can get a tablet system. I think they basically use those in, in, in Babylon. Yeah, they had yeah. tablets. Yeah, like uh, a data crystal, whatever. Well, they data crystal, how do you actually pull them up? I think, like, I think a lot of them had essentially like laptop thingies, I guess. I don't know, whatever. But yes, you basically pull everything on a data crystal and to plug it into wherever you need to. So that's that's not so bad. Okay. Uh, oh, this is fine. Let's go talk to uh, the chief. I was about to say the main cop really loud, like obnoxiously, <laughs> but I like change it to like sergeant at the last minute. Actually, give me another bluff check, because I, I think that's hilarious to leave in. All right, all right, let's go talk. Let's go talk to the main pig. I mean, uh, the uh, chief in charge of security. Twenty-four. Uh, <laughs> Twenty-four. Okay, yeah. So your your little blip does not, you know, you cover it up very well before the commander kind of goes, "Wait, what did you say?" That's oh, right, right. It's just a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, so, uh, the commander then promises that he'll take, you know, he will take rest as soon as the next person comes online, but he's going to be there for about six hours. He also says, look, I'm also not the only person running on empty at this point. So I know this thing's going on with security, but I also recommend for you guys to take, you know, you're going to need some, some R and R food, rest, the whole bit. So keep that in mind. Thanks, yeah. Dad. <laughs> uh, we'll be back tomorrow to report on anything we find. He's like, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, off you go. He turns back to his co his command, pulls up some more information, and just kind of he just kind of sits there while the, the pilot, as far as you can tell, is just doing his best to keep everything in orbit. So you're going to go talk to who now? You're going to talk to Kali, yes? Well, we're going to go to the security station. Okay. And uh, Last note I had, she was at the shuttle bay. I imagine Correct. that's a ways away from here, but we can contact her on a secure line at the security station. Plus, I want to look up a few things. Okay. And not just crazy scientists. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Thank you. You're mad. Mad, I tell you. Mad! <laughs> so, okay. You uh, head to the station again. We'll get to Mirgrat a little bit because I have some stuff bubbling away. Um, but also, I figured, again, get Mirgret and everybody else up to station and have the, at least the illusion that everyone got food and rest, because otherwise we just keep talking and talking. And it's like, I have no reference of time, so who knows what's going on. But yeah, essentially, yes. Yeah. So you head down to the station. It's a, Again, you're doing essentially this late night version. So it's a skeleton mm -hmm. crew. Most people are assumed to be asleep. Those who aren't, you actually find more uh, Mimbari and a couple of the other species in charge here because of their sleep patterns. Mm -hmm. uh, they're a little different, so at least the humans and the Narns and a few others can get a chance to, to grab some shut-eye. Uh, you know, and nobody likes it if only the Drazi are in the secure station because then they crank up the heat a bit. <laughs> they're lizards. Well, you know, again, they're like, oh, it's too cold in here. While you get there, yeah, Kali isn't there. It's not deserted, but it's definitely... You know, midnight. There's not the full, you know, group of people there. It's just enough to keep things going. But if you, again, if you need a, a security station to look up something, you've got the bars, so they're not going to stop you. All right. So, 
First, we'll contact the the chief. Okay, the chief. Uh, when you say uh, you know, paging uh, Mirgrad, uh, uh, Mirgrad's like this, uh, chief Mirgrad here. This better be good. Chief Ali, not Mirgrad. Right, thank you. Excuse me. <laughs> you have brain. Um, <laughs> or as a friend of mine would say, brain on floor. Why brain on floor? But in our case, we have brains on floors. So, Chief uh, Chief Kali, this, this is Chief Kali. Make it good. How can I help you? Uh, this is Duli. Uh, Duli. Uh, good. Do you have information for me? You have to hear. Do you have to get back? I want you all to get back now. Keep the report while you got a chance may know where we are. Okay, that's great. Have you told the captain yet? The captain's indisposed at the moment. Uh, well, the first officer is in charge, and he's about ready to go off shift, so I will tell him in the morning, but you can tell people we now know where we, where we are. <laughs> uh, have you found the people we put missing persons or the rest records for Ty and the kid? No, not yet. We've been kind of busy with a few other aspects, but we've got the we've got the images out there to, to look for. So far, All no right. reports. When are you... Uh, I would like to make a report in person. When are you going to be available? Uh, well, kind of have my hands, hands still. I said, you get back there. You, you. One, two, three. You go. Others stay. Absolutely stay. If you, just, yep. if you can make it quick, yeah, you, you got 20 seconds. Go. And not over an open con. I'll talk to you later. Fine, fine. Tomorrow, get R and R. Do rest. I'm gonna go see if I can't kill something here. And that means you. Yes, you. Put it down. Sit down. It's not your turn. Maybe you should call in a few psychics to calm the crowd down. That sounds legal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nope. Well, I was still really worried about legal. I was worried about survival. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, you click, you're like, you know, okay, reporting, click. Um, I'm going to use a security computer to pull up two lists. Okay. I want a list of all scientists. Regardless, I just want scientists. I'm, I'll, I'll parse it through later. Okay. And put on, the, on one of my data crystals or any data crystal, I don't care where. Um, all the scientists on board. Mm-hmm. Actually, three. All the scientists on board all the registered pilots on board and okay. all the registered psychics on board okay go ahead and give me three different computer use roles okay so here is all the scientists scientists oh. eight okay not very good but we'll, we'll get to that in a second so hey they're getting too much or too little <laughs> uh this is gonna be the pilots next. pilots 22 22 okay and last but not least, psychics. Twenty-three. All right. So we'll start with the scientists. Again, you weren't able to find much because, as you realized very quickly, it is the people with any sort of science degree. Immediately, you you, you get like swarms of information. If you get people who are profession scientists, registered scientists through either uh, interplanetary expeditions or a different college or registration. Again, swarms of information, too much to take in. But unfortunately, it's also telling you things like archaeologists and uh, neurolinguists and you know other things that don't okay. really uh, apply. A couple of geologists. One, one more look. 
I want to see if any on board has a criminal record of smuggling. Okay, that is going to be an impressive uh, uh, check because, in theory, there shouldn't be anybody on board like that. How Ty? Why? How Ty got on? We... You're never going to ask him. No, we have we have our equivalent of brown sector. It would be easier to just ask the pilot that's standing right here again, but that is you can true. also Google it. You can also yeah, I start it. to I start to type it in. I'm like, <laughs> what what am I doing? And I look at Ty and I say, Ty. You know people who move things through space. That I do. I don't suppose I could convince you to maybe talk to a few of those and see if anybody have come close to this space. Maybe there's well, like an unmarked uh, slightly buoy somewhere near the edge of this space. Well, I could. But it costs a lot to get any of them to tell me that. Okay. Uh, In my current form. Yes. Where nobody will recognize me, and probably even, honestly, if I was my normal self. Not everybody loves the Verkiri Syndicate. This may shock you. <laughs> really? <laughs> not everyone's fan of the Gambinos. I don't know why. They're such lovely people. Uh... <laughs> well, maybe way... you could think on how we could do this, because that's, okay. that's your realm of information. In other words, can you use your underground contacts? Mm -hmm. Alright, here's the thing. Um, How much of that amber do we still have lying around? Uh, Not not much. I think you have like four cubes on Ty. I think there's like... Well, my other body has a few. That, sorry, that is true. That was Ty's former form, not her current form, so the current form doesn't have any. You didn't leave uh, them I, in your pants. I well, have two. Two? And I two. believe Mirgrat has one. Mirgrat has one of mine. Um, I had a box uh, that holds four, and I had three in it. I used one to sell things and get off Babylon 5. And you bought one off the black door on your, on the third episode. Oh. So we have like seven. Seven or eight. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. no. Remember, ties. everything that you had was in your former body, not in the current body. Yeah, so, I mean, like, Dooley and Mirgrad collectively have seven or eight, not me. I have none now, obviously. We could always attempt to do a drug bust. Uh, not necessary. Okay. <laughs> Street value should be high enough for just one. Alright, so what's going to happen, what we're going to have to do here is I'm going to have to track down a few people, hope that they'll talk to me at all. I'll work on that. Uh, After that, I suppose I can try to trade them Amber for information. Hope maybe being a human will actually help with this because, one, since I'm a doctor, me having this crap is not going to be a huge shocker if I was to want to make a little on the side. Happens all the time. And, uh... (laughs) You've got a prescription pad for anything. People hate the humans, but people tend to be a little less sketched out by them when they come, when they come around asking for things. Okay. Whether or not they're gonna tell me about a buoy, I don't know. If such a thing exists, and isn't, again, several hundred light years away. Yeah. Alright. So, 
We go get your kid. I still want to talk to Wagner. I don't want my kid anywhere near this. No, but particular he, thing that I'm doing. He, no, well, he still needs to rest, and I need to rest, and you need to rest. It is getting late. Is it? Last I heard. Yeah, you guys are all third shift right now, so. Yeah, remember really the the uh, the uh, first officer said third shift was coming on soon. I'm not used to and my he was, body. Yeah, he was going to take over third shift a little bit longer, so whoever was supposed to do third shift could rest. So. All right, yeah, just gonna wait, I guess, a few hours anyway. Yeah. So. Um, uh, I'm gonna do one quick thing. Before. On the way to picking up Ty's kid. It's probably too far out of the way. I want to stop someplace and get the equivalent of Akamura french fries and sneak it into her. To them. That's going to go all the way back down to steerage and back up again. God no, bless that's you. too far. <laughs> um, I, 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 I tell Ty, you know, go get your kid. I'm going to meet you there. I have an errand to run. Sure, whatever. That's not suspicious at all. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to get Mirgrat some food. Why didn't you just say that? Um, I don't know. And because I didn't think you would want to come along, so what's the point in you knowing? I'm well, gonna go I get me grab some food. Yeah, so if you go get your kid, I'll meet you. Well, you've got your own quarters. Uh, oh, is there enough space in your quarters for two of you? Well, yes, but I'm not going back there. I All sorts of people know where those are. Also, they're technically not mine anymore. Oh, that's which true. may raise some questions. I'll meet you at Mirgrat's place. Yeah, it's. I think mine was turned into the office. So Mirgrats, yeah. Um, have uh, oh, what's her name? Have the Which one, the Centauri, make some food for you guys. Oh, Yorni. Yorni, you you might. Do you? I don't know. Anyways, I don't know enough about Bakari eating habits or to know if it's different. So, but she can make some food. Okay. Sure. I look like completely baffled by this idea. <laughs> well, you may not be able to eat Bakari food now. I don't know. Can you? Mm, I mean, Bakari food is basically human food, except different seasonings. Okay. It should be unbiologically dissimilar. Well, there you go. So, yeah, have her make you some food. Okay. It's kind of fascinating to think about how, like, different aliens might have different tastes in food because of the way that they're set up to perceive taste. Mm-hmm. Between the receptors and the cultural palates and everything else, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Flarn is supposed to be this thing that is like a delicacy in Nimbari space, but as far as I can tell, it's tofu. I like tofu. Tofu too, when, when, when properly, uh, when properly pr uh, prepared. But not all tofu. Some of it's just straight as straight. Eh, whatever. Tofu doesn't really like me, so. I <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, one quick thing though. If uh, do Lee, can I get a notice check real quick? Uh, yes. Give me a moment. There is a dog tail knocking at my door. <laughs> How often do you get to say that? Every day. <laughs> when I go into a conference call and I shut my door. 
I rolled a 17 for my notice. We're not okay. going to discuss my dog, my, my animals. Fair <laughs> so yeah, so you rolled a 17, so I'm going to allow this one. Basically, as you, you know, went through the, the, the files looking for people, by the way, we, you didn't, we didn't discuss the pilots or telepaths. Based on the pilot role, yes, there are a number of people who are pilots. Some of them are registered already because they are shuttle pilots. And there actually are a number of fighters. Uh, not much. I mean, not like a whole squadron. But, you know, enough for defensive purposes that are actually established on the ship. And there's also a couple of trade people as well who are very much like how Ty was supposed to be just getting a lift to the colony planet so the first exports don't have to, you know go all the way there, fill up, and go all the way back. They basically just send the parts for the ships. They get constructed there with the native uh, resources, and then the pilot comes in and off they go. So oh, oh, there Hold are... on. I have a question. Yep. We were going somewhere. Is the jump gate at the somewhere already constructed, or were they constructing a jump gate there? It's already constructed. It's already constructed. Okay. Basically, they've been prepping this area for colonization for a while, now this was supposed to be the celebration of colonization. I have a question for Ty then. Mm hmm. These these buoys in space that you guys use. Mm hmm. Are they difficult to make? Uh, I will answer that question simply because it's it's uh, background info. If Ty happens to know this because you know Babylon Five better than I do, feel free. No. Okay. No worries. I was uh, trying to invent some answer during that brief pause. <laughs> Fair enough. I applaud your bull your bullshitting skills. But basically, according to Babylon 5, uh, no, no one knows actually how a lot of these technologies are created, but essentially the buoys are... Not neutrinos. There is certain particles that are sent in a line from one jump gate to another, and that's actually how people... Uh, navigate to the various jump gates. Is there actually is essentially uh, a crisscross of lines inside hyperspace of uh, not neutrinos, but the name is not coming to me, so I'll just say neutrinos that are whatever that whole you know travels faster than light uh, atom are. But yeah, that's how they navigate throughout hyperspace because they can read where these are, and there are little navigational, I guess, buoys is a way of putting it so, to extend the line. Uh, from one place to another. And then that's how everyone navigates through hyperspace. Where you guys are, you're on the far side of everything. So The answer is yes. Okay. Difficult uh, and or impossible. Do we know if the Vorlons use such things? No, Absolutely no, not. I'm not a Vorlons expert. Mm -hmm. Okay. But All right. The other thing I was going to say, again, with the psychics, you only had a couple registered psychics on board, mm -hmm. most of which were, again, the ones actually uh, bought by the Tau Marie Celestia to be on board telepaths. Most of them aren't actually above P5. There's also, as you found out, the two psychops who were not registered uh, telepaths on board the ship because they were undercover. So as for registered telepaths, no, you're not finding much. However, the one that you could find from doing these three searches is, and this is why I had you do the notice check, and I just, like I said, throw it out there, and I think this is good for this. You're noticing that a couple of them have a certain designation by their name. And you take a minute to look up the designation, and essentially the designation says, not missing, but not registering to uh, no records of recent. Basically, no purchases, no 
times in the casino. They haven't been seen on camera. So they're just kind of like not there. Now, again, this could be that they are in their cabin asleep for a couple days. They could have been sick. They could have died. Who knows? But for whatever reason, for a couple of days, uh, bless you, bless you. For a couple of days, there have been a, a number of them that have been registered with that designation. Okay. No official report of, you know, my partner is missing. I haven't seen him for a couple of days or anything else like that. But just you're noticing these subtle links. They have them as just reg registrations of they haven't appeared on camera in a while. Hmm. I want to look and see if me, my body, like my real body, or mm -hmm. the doctor that I'm pretending to be is or has been one of those people since I assume if you, like, disappear for a while, it still has a record of it even if you come back. Okay. Now, if you look at you, you is pretty easy. You're just like, oh, who am I? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I should, I should presumably just have to type in both of my names. <laughs> now, for you, yes, you're registered as going to the bridge, going to bed lab. Anytime you entered and exit a relatively classified door, yeah, you're seen. You're also registered in a couple of cafes, restaurants, and even uh, your characters, sorry, your body's uh, quarters, which is mm -hmm. near a medical bay. Uh, heard okay, but like, that. has any of them seen me in the last, say, I don't know, 48 hours? Your oh, body. Not me, not you. Yeah, my, like, real, my real body. Real body, okay. See here? Well, that's Julie making this guy thing. That's the other one, so give me a computer use roll. Can I assist? No, you have a computer, so never mind. Okay. It's got high. Seven. Okay, seven. The last registered contact of your body was several days ago was definitely leaving the ambassadorial quarters, heading to both secondary and last was the steerage. Now here's something else you kind of, uh, give me a quick intelligence check, which is, your intelligence is what, 14? Um, let me check. Okay. Sounds right, 13. 13. Okay, uh, make the die roll, and then under 13, let's see if you can roll under 13. A lot of fire, straight, there you go. Seven. Okay. You kind of are putting two and two together in a bit where you think to yourself, oh, here's another aspect of it, why it's not raising a lot of red flags. Essentially, you're noticing that every registration, once it gets to steerage, stops. So if people spend a lot of time in steerage, they might get that designation of missing simply because there's not as many cameras, there's not as many uh, security blips down there. It's not quite they don't care what happens down there. It's more of they realize that is the people who are either working off their passage, very poor, uh, they, they may get care. into a scuffle or two. Hmm? They don't care. Got it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. I want to do the same lookup, but for the doctor that I'm pretending to be. But I want to okay. look like farther back, like, I don't know, a couple weeks or so and see if I was quote unquote missing at that point. Okay. Give me another computer use check. Nine. Nine. Uh, you just have basic records of when you were at your medical bay, when you went in, came in from the room, since your kid, who you apparently dropped off at the equivalent of daycare a couple of times. Mm. Yeah, nothing huge. Mm. Um, I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to do it for not Tubo, my actual child, but the body he's inhabiting. Okay. I assume there's like a record of what my kid's name is. Uh, the, his new name? Probably yeah, his, I his, his body, yeah, uh, like whatever. Come up with a name real quick. Uh, Jeff, spelled with a PH. 
Um, also, what happened to the doctor's kid when the doctor didn't go home? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the body that Tuvo's in. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so I thought you were looking... Okay, so you're looking for Tuvo's body, not Tuvo's new body. No, I'm looking for the doctor's body, but a few weeks in the past, like what I was looking for the doctor to see if that is registered as, quote-unquote, missing at any point. Okay. Same luck up for the doctor, but for the kid. Okay, yeah, I think I get you, yeah. Uh, 12. 12, okay. He wasn't registered as missing, but there is a blip of at least two days where he wasn't registered on a number of panels. Once he finally was registered, it looked like he had come out of Zurich to attend uh, a church service. Okay, that's interesting. Not that interesting. Well, let's see. Happens to go back. I mean, I'm going to assume that's where he is since... My body is probably also in steerage, or not on the ship, or dead. <laughs> that narrows things down very slightly, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, you've 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 ruled out three area, uh, two areas of the ship, because if they're if they're listed as missing or just not under registration, they're not in first class and they're not in second class. So that means the only place they could be is either in the bowels of the ship, literally like in the engine rooms and stuff like that, or in steerage. Yeah, I would have noticed a couple random people wandering around there, presumably. Hopefully. So, yeah, I'm going to assume probably steerage or, like I said, not on the ship for some reason or, you know, dead in a closet somewhere. Okay. All right. So with all that information looked up, so you're going to... If I'm remembering correctly, you're going to go back to MedLab, check in on, on Mirgrat, claim Tuvo, go get some rest, and then figure everything else out in the morning. Is this correct? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yep. So, all right. So while you're doing that, because Mirgrat needs something to do too. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, I was also going to give Mirgrat that crystal with the uh, planet information on it when we stopped by. Just like, you know, check this yeah. out. No problem. Some light reading. <laughs> so, Mirgrat, while this is all going on, again, Tuvo has been talking with you. Again, he's just doing his, can- his best to keep you plus or minus entertained. They don't actually have a lot of, like, TV sets and other things here, like you'd find for a normal hospital waiting, uh, hospital recovery room or something else like that. So just having him to talk to, uh, while they have set your uh, translator to a lesser volume. <laughs> <laughs> Your J-pop singer on crack voice does tend to go through the entire uh, med lab. Yeah, I'll let you handle that in post. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm not saying for you yourself. I'm talking about just in scene, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so... Having someone to talk to like Tubo for a while is actually not bad. He's trying to keep you abreast of what's going on, what he witnessed uh, in in the uh, bridge, what he witnessed while following around Dooley and Ty of everything else. Now, again, you practiced Githian, but even he's like, uh, are you sure we should be speaking this? Yes, it is important practice. <laughs> Immersion is the best way to familiarize oneself with a language. He actually kind of nods for a bit. 
and then he speaks, while you don't understand it, your translator picks it up, speaks fluent Japanese, and basically says, it's true, but I picked up this language from various media watching through humans while wasting time, and I found other people that spoke it wouldn't tell me they were speaking, they were capable of speaking it. Yeah, he learned Mars, Japanese yeah. from anime, didn't he? <laughs> I know people who've done that. I know serious people who've done that. They just sat down and watched anime or something else like that, and they just picked up the language. Again, it's like immersion. And he would do normally Bakari stuff, but he picked up a couple of Earther uh, vids and basically just started watching. But, and this is actually true, uh, I knew somebody who knew Japanese and was a woman who then worked for a company who she found out very quickly not to let the bosses know she spoke Japanese. Mm. Why? Because the bosses were all Japanese and the shit they would say when they didn't think that she could hear them <laughs> uh, allowed her to A, find out who they thought had the best ass, B, allowed her to know who was getting the promotions and who weren't, and C, uh, figuring out very basic business stuff that everyone should know, but they were hiding from people. <laughs> but hmm. if she were to mention that she spoke Japanese, she'd be fired on the spot. That sounds like an awful company to work for. Yep, fuck that. <laughs> that That is a grade A hostile work environment. It was a couple of years ago, let's just say. <laughs> uh, a, a less enlightened time. Um, no, no, I'm pretty sure, like, if it was, like, in the past dec couple of decades, like, it's not less enlightened, it's just they were getting away with it. Mm-hmm. It was the 90s. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Shall I tell you tales of the ancient times <laughs> of the 1990s? I don't um, know, it's the 90s, thank you. <sighs> so, anyway, but yeah, he's basically, you know, he looks up and says, if they figure out we know how to speak it, then if they can speak it, then they'll know they'll want to know how we know we can speak it. Your logic is convoluted but acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he again, you know, he talks in a very low tone, very quiet, very you know, not quite suspicious, but more of like sounding like a kid who had been brought up in a uh, parochial school. Ah. A parochial school where they send you off boarding-wise. He's very I quiet. I don't really have a frame of reference for that. Uh, all the kids that went to the Catholic school in my town were, like, I don't know, kind of normal, I think. Well, were they... Uh, was that a Catholic school that you went home at the end of the, at, at, at the, end of the day? Yeah. Okay, so it's not a boarding... a Catholic boarding school. Like a British Catholic boarding school. Yeah, I don't really... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some people I know again because of the um, sometimes, at least in the old, in them olden days, nature of you were expected to be a, basically a very small adult, so stay quiet and listen. Some people I know who were brought up in that situation basically end up very quiet because you know they don't want teachers to hear. Oh, I mean, yeah. So, again, this is mostly just for, for Tuvo's situation and things like that. And so he's, you know, he's he's quiet-ish. Again, he will talk, 
but he's, you know, a little lesser in volume, a little more de uh, 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 demure isn't the word I'm looking for, but basically you get the idea. Uh, just the, you know, quiet, head bowed, you know, respectful all the time. Reticent. But again, while you, what's it? Reticent. Reticent, thank you. He has words. <laughs> But yeah, so, but he's, he will talk about everything he saw, everything that's going on. Uh, he will mention all the stuff that he's encountered about the captain, what he saw about the stars, what he saw about everything else. So by the time that Julie and Ty show back up, you've been brought up to speed. But in the meantime, you've also been listening to what's going on with the captain. And again, they have tried apparently, uh, give me actually a notice check. Oh, this is gonna go well. You never know. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. So basically, you've been able to hear in some details. Some of the details include the fact that, yeah, they've been trying to get the doctor to go out for surgery or for various checks, and they can't. No matter what they pump her full of, she's not going out. She's not losing consciousness. She's still you know, ranting and screaming like a mad person. Now, apparently the blue fluid has stopped. She's also developed uh, lesions and other interesting things. Also, somebody noted the fact that her hair color changed three times since she's been brought in. That shouldn't be possible. So... No. <laughs> Shit's going on. Shit is indeed going on. Yeah. You're listening to some of this go on. The doctor is, of course, orchestrating this, asking for blood checks, getting this, taking, asking for samples, left, right, and center. Uh, eventually, they do get her to go down, but it requires an injection of some solution that has a, a, a bright green uh, glow to it. If you've ever seen the movie Reanimator, that's what comes to mind. Nope. Uh, okay, no worries. If you have it, no worries. Just, again, think Romulan Ale if Romulan Ale was neon green. Yeah, in my so, mind, yeah. I'm just imagining they gave her a bunch of quaaludes. <laughs> I've never had experience with that, so I'll just take your word for that. Listen, uh, I've never had experience with that either, but they are objectively the funniest lead, the, the sedative with the funniest name. That is very true. You're, they managed to get an injection full of her something, and she does actually manage to go under so they can perform tests and surgeries, and it does look like she's going through some interesting changes but they've managed to stabilize her at some point. Now, the echoes of Dam Mimbari are just still echoing throughout the, the, the whole area because she get, kept chanting it over and over again. Nobody knows why, and I mean, again, they have a couple of possible thoughts, but it's just such a strange thing to yell that they kind of went, uh, she's probably having something of a psychotic episode. We're, we're just gonna, you know, ignore that and just do our jobs. But yes, uh, anything that Mirgrat wants to check in with Tuvo about or or check in about while all this is happening? Uh, yeah, no, I think Mirgrat is just going to be, like, having Tuvo, like, take notes about all of their observations of what's going on with the captain. Okay. So he's doing oh, that on this... Oh, hmm? sorry. Side note, uh, ibuprofen started, was first marketed in the U.S. in 1974. Oh, well, there you go. Did not know that. Yep. Um... I just remember Advil being the great new drug from the 80s. That's about as far as I knew. Yep. Uh, that's different than ibuprofen. It's the brand name sort of thing. So, 
Yes, you have him. He he jots it all down kind of surreptitiously. You know, not like the I'm taking notes, but more of the oh yes, let me help you with this crossword puzzle. Oh man, yeah, I bet Mirror I would fuck up a crossword puzzle. I'm sure that yeah. <laughs> it's the spelling issues that's the trick. I mean, how how does a potpourri you know crossword puzzle work? I don't know. I mean, so, there's a shit ton of consonants. <laughs> Exactly. I imagine it's a lot like a crossword puzzle in Welsh. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah, you're talking to Vo. Eventually, as do Lee and Ty return. Well, I make that side trip. That's right, 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 right. She's uh, So, Ty returns to, mm. you know, check in, everything else like that. And uh, about the time the Ty returns is when uh, the nurse, Eric... Uh, Owl <clears throat> comes by and says, look, you know, it's very late. Uh, visiting hours are over. Uh, we need to, you know, and we, we appreciate that he's been keeping you going, but you do need your rest. Uh, if, you know, so if, if uh, Tugo's uh, mom is here, then uh, uh, we'll be, we're going to have to ask that, you know, give Mirgrat a chance to rest up. Mirgrat grudgingly surrenders her in turn. I, like, secretly slip mirror at the planet data crystal on my way out, I guess. Okay. You, you've learned a lot. I won't even have you do a subterfuge check, but you've palmed things before. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the number of times I've palmed a 20, I, I mean, I can do that real quick. So I understand for you, palming something inside of a data crystal is like, nothing. Here you go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Mirgrat, you do have a small tablet that you can read for a bit, but they do encourage you to sleep and sleep well. And they're more than happy to give you said injection to sleep and sleep well. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they do ask that, that sorry, I believe your, your real character's name is, uh, was Natalie, wasn't it? Huh? You, Me? Uh, well, yes, but Ty's, real, uh, Ty's current body's real name is, uh, the character sheet right in front of me and I lost it. And that's Here's... that's pretty much Ty's response when someone calls the doctor's name. Yeah, literally oh, every time. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like Nancy Spears or something like that. Or... Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Spears is definitely right. Uh, Dr. Spears, uh, we were asking you to uh, uh, you know, take take uh, young uh, young Tubo Spears, and and uh, you may want to get some rest too. You'll probably have some shifts over at your med bay to do as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going. All right. So, yeah, you pass the data crystal to uh, Mirakrat. We'll get to Milgrad's thing in a second. Oh, and so, Ty, do you take Tubo back to reporters? Yeah, I mean, we have they have a point. That's where we're gonna go. Okay. There's not a whole lot else for me to do with... I mean, there is, but nothing that can't wait for ours. Okay, so and here's the question. You you go back to... You're going to To-Do Lee's quarters or to Dr. Spears' quarters? We're going to Mirgaret's like, quarters. Okay. Gotcha. All right. As agreed. With the, with the brains and stuff to check in on Wagner. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So you head there. Dooley, you were doing the stop off for... Remind me again? Right, so I'm just going to go down to the Pakmara kitchen and mm-hmm. ask them to put in a, a, a sealable bag a snack for Mirrorat. Okay. So, again, going to a Pakmara cafeteria as a non-Pakmara is an event, and even though you've been there before and, watch, and sort of watched them feed, sort of. Yeah. Again, when you enter, they find the fact that there is a Narn amongst their company 
most intriguing and troubling. Because, again, so few of them are willing to go that direction. But, you, uh, again, the, the, the person knows you from last time, says, oh yes, how can, you know, how can we help you? And you mentioned, I just need something to go. Uh, which, they, by the way, the phrase, to go, for them, is somehow hysterical. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's the, you know, I need something to go. <laughs> what? Uh, but yes, they, they, they find the concept of uh, a to-go order just hysterical. Because again, they're, they're somewhat communally minded, so you know, eating is something you do in groups. But again, something you do individually, but again, they're like, okay, fine. So they wrap up a leg of something. You don't know what it is. You're not sure you want to know what it is, but it's definitely a leg of something. Yeah, I just, I, as delicately as I can express to them that it needs to be well wrapped so I can carry it through the ship without attracting too much attention and not disturb anyone. Well, they also recognize that you have been, become uh, essentially a localized Pachmara because you're part of the Pachmara pod. And right. because you are serving a librarian, which they're all aware of, they're more than happy to help. So again, if you end up with something that is essentially literally a bag of chicken wings and I <laughs> chicken wings that haven't been prepared so much as left out in the sun for three days then yeah they'll they'll get you a small box container that's easily recyclable to take to the librarian who cannot come uh, for whatever reason and they consider it something of a uh, something of an honor I won't say a holy honor but close enough for jazz they also uh, give me a quick note uh, notice check Term. I can't think of anything else. Or sense motive, whichever is better, sense motive or notice. Uh, I think notice is. Yes. Notice okay. is a little bit more. Uh, okay. 15. 15. <laughs> Alright. The term they use for you took a minute or two because the translators had a hard time with it. But essentially, after the third or fourth use, the, the phrase they use for you is acolyte. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> An acolyte to the librarian. Um, okay. There's another term. Okay. For those of you who have been to Catholic school, I have not, uh, or have very well steeped in, in Catholic lore. What is the term for the. Oh, sorry. Apostle. That is the term apostle. I'm looking for. Okay. Yeah, apostle. the person who's. Okay. You're an apostle of the librarian. That is the closest. English equivalent. Uh, so basically, they consider you a servant to a holy person. Oh, that gets me thinking. I kind of look at them with one of those, you know, head tilt dog questioning looks and say, uh, that's an interesting word. Thank you very much. And then I thank them for the food and I head up to the hospital, okay. to the to the med ward. Okay, so uh, by this point, again, as uh, you'll, you'll run to Eric Powell again, Nurse Powell, he basically says, uh, uh, Lieutenant, uh, something I can help you with? And he kind of notices your case, your little box there. Uh, yeah, I need to update Mirgrat on some information and hopefully have her answer a few questions that will help me with my investigation tomorrow. He, he looks over and says, we've, we've already shut out visitors for the day. we got to make sure Mirgrat gets a rest get the rest so whatever you got can wait until morning i want to do like a sense motive and see if i can push them okay go ahead give me a sense motive. 
Well, no. I you can try. <sighs> no, I'm... I'll come back bright and early tomorrow morning. I'll set my alarm for... When, uh, when, when do you expect to be accepting visitors again? He basically you know, uh, seven hundred hours. Okay, thank you. I'll be in uh, first thing in the morning because I'll I'll need their help on something. That's that's fine. That's fine. But they also need rest. So I also know that Pakmara food will only get better for sitting in that bag for twelve hours. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, better for Mirgrat. You, you on the other hand. Yeah, I, I'm not going to open that bag until I get to her. It's exactly. get to them. Yeah, so once I get to them, I'll give them the bag and say, pick this up last night, hope it's okay. <laughs> okay. So you, uh, now do you head, uh, once you're done, to your quarters, Mirgrass quarters, where are you going? Where is the Centauri? Oh, your quarters, last to check. Okay, so I'll go to my quarters, and I think... If I remember correctly, um, what's her, uh, uh, Ty said she's going to my quarters, too. Uh, no, I'm no? going to, um, Irrat's quarters. Okay. Yeah. That's what I said, I so, minor miscommunication. Okay. Funny. Alright. So, for Julie, you actually go to your, your quarters, uh, Yorni isn't there. It's just pretty quiet. It's still clean, it's all presentable, there is a small dish of food, uh, presented. But again, she's not there. I'll call her in the link. Okay. Uh, no response. Hmm. I can't do any police work on my own console in the room, right? No, you can't. It's a. It, this is a uh, cabin, very much a, uh, a passenger cabin. I'm gonna call security. Hmm. Uh, and say, you know, this is the lieutenant. Dooley, I need to know the location of an individual. Okay, no. they, uh, you, you mentioned Yorni. Though Yorni is not her name, it's actually registered something else because you gave her a new identity because we couldn't remember. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to give them whatever's on the ident card that she yeah. has. Uh, let's see. Uh, he does a look up. He says, look, if there, if she's any place in first or second, she's not showing up. Can you put a flag on her? I need her they, for questioning. They, they they acknowledge that, no problem. Thanks. Okay. Speeding along a little bit of time, everyone gets their rest. Uh, gets rest, gets food. Uh, when you go to, uh, sorry for Ty, when you get to Mirror's quarters, Wagner is out cold. I mean, he is totally <laughs> just like snoring away in his armchair. The, the brains have all been covered. They've been covered with, not like steel or the... the 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 actual the tubes themselves have been covered like with cloth. Like, oh my god, like bird like, cages. Well, kind of like bird cages, <laughs> but, but, but not individual cloth. More like he just like uh, got the sheet off the bed and draped it over everybody. Because if nothing else, they don't have eyelids. Yeah, yeah, like bird oh. cages. This is hilarious. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Tubo, who was getting, has been up for a while. He he just you know asks your permission to crawl into bed, and he does so. I guess I'll take a nap. Okay. Yeah. So basically, uh, cinematically, I don't know if this would go with your character or not, but I just had this image of Chuvo kind of climbing into the bed, and you're just like, well, there's either the chair or the bed, so you have some time to kind of like, you know, lie in bed with with, with your son, just you know, as he did as you did when he was younger. And there's a kind of an emotional, you know, mother and child moment as the camera pans away. 
And then when you wake up the next morning, uh, again, you're probably the first one to wake up, though Dooley sets their alarm and that's getting no problem. Mirgrat, you've actually had a chance to, you will sleep. Oh, absolutely. If you're, basically, if you're not asleep within an hour after uh, they leave and they see you like on the pad, they're like, give us the pad or we have an injection, your choice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mirgrat's gonna choose to cooperate. Yep. So, but it does give you a chance to do a little bit of research. So if you wanted to do, I'm to what knowledge checks would be viable for, well, if you can do a, a well, medical check, I guess would be, would be good for whether or not any of these planets are technically ha- habitable. Okay. 36, baby! Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Here's where it gets fun. Are these planets habitable? The three primary planets, kind of, but not really. They're you know, closer to gas giants in some way, probably closer to how Uranus is gas giant and yet not. Um, so you're like, eh, those, who knows? However, there are a number of moons around these planets and several of them are capable of sustaining humanoid life. Habitable moons! <laughs> As for the, the methane breather types, uh, one, there is a single moon, one of the smaller ones, that does actually have both uh, a large amount of ammonia and, and methane in the environment, which for a number of the methane breathers would be sufficient. Again, not great. It would be like living in Denver, where if every, I think it's Denver, oh, excuse me, living in Mexico City at least a long while ago, because Mexico City is the top of essentially a dormant volcano, you're in a high mountain with a bowl under it, which also has a lot of pollution. So if you wake up having a hard time to breathe in Mexico City, at least a long while ago, it was not uncommon because you were quite literally high above uh, certain parts of the atmosphere in a localized atmosphere. That sounds uh, awesome. <laughs> I, I think it had gotten better. They had some new uh, uh, ways of doing uh, air processing, and they actually are doing something where they basically uh, plant kudzu on every pillar of the highway, so it's acting as a natural uh, air purifier. I'm sorry, you lost me at plant kudzu. <laughs> Kudzu or some moss or something like that that actually that actually absorbs all the carbon dioxide and turns it into oxygen. I have a hard time believing kudzu has any beneficial effects. <laughs> Technically, you can eat it. Believe it or not. I mean, there's a lot of things you can technically eat. Kudzu is mentioned on a number of lists of the if you're starving and need to survive. While it's not the best thing you can do, kudzu will sustain you, and it grows like mad in almost any situation, so it would sustain you for a while. Uh, I'm not willing to give kudzu that much credit, frankly. I'm not either. I'm not, I don't have a kudzu plant that I like farm or anything like that. But again, I'm just saying what I, I found on various other boards. But yeah, so in that same situation, there was a place that if you had to drop the methane breathers for a while, they could exist outside of their encounter suits without too much trouble. It's, it's, okay, it's the difference between living and surviving. A couple of the moons, people could live. 
couple of moons, people could survive. This one moon, the methane breathers could survive. So we're basically dropping them on on top of a mountain. Top of a mountain in the middle of the, the outback? Something like that, yes. Yeah, so it'd suck, but they could deal. Exactly. And with the right technologies, uh, pre-adaptations, things like, again, to prep for the environment they're going to, they probably could do very well. And even if you had to throw, you know, essentially a, uh, a couple of cargo containers with the word Botany Bay on them, again, similar situation. Did I make another reference that nobody got? No, oh, I got it. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I'm so disconnected from people. So anyway. Okay, you are not old enough to remember Australia as a penal colony, Dan. I'm calling <laughs> bullshit on that one. I, well, that isn't even the reference I was making. The whole Botany Bay thing wasn't a penal colony. It was it was uh, Star Trek II Wrath of Khan. Oh, I, I, I thought you were referencing the fact that Botany Bay is in Australia. Um, uh and yeah, I mean, I figured that's okay. Uh, <laughs> never mind then. Fair enough. <laughs> didn't age myself. Just I sorry, I did age myself, just not as far as you're expecting. I mean, I've uh, seen that movie, just not in like 20 years. Ah, uh, love that movie. Anyway, yeah, so it would be great, but it would be a possibility. Uh, what other knowledges does Mirgrad have? Because Mirgrad's got a ton of them. Yes, uh, I have knowledge own culture, knowledge human culture, knowledge biology, knowledge Narn culture, knowledge Centauri culture, knowledge Minbari culture, knowledge Bakiri culture. Okay. I'm going to go for a knowledge biology check. You got and it. Impress me. Impress me. 18. <laughs> Okay, a lot of points, but not a lot of rules, so... You kind of set me up for failure there by telling me to impress you, you know? <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll do a couple of cards to see what they have to say on the matter. That's oh, that's going to improve things. <laughs> well, okay, considering the three cards that came out were Lust, Gluttony, and Black Mark, so no, they're not going to help anything. Yeah, uh... I wasn't expecting them to. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though. When doing your scans, looking over, seeing whether they're habitable, you actually notice a certain blip that indicates not only are a couple of them habitable, several of them actually have some form of life on them. Now, some of it might be small animals or bugs or things like that, but at least one, not only does it look like it has life, if you were guessing, you couldn't say for certain, but there might be evidence pre-manufacture. Now again, it's, you're, what you're looking at is the face on Mars. You're not sure if it's a real face or just, you know, just how things are shaded because of the lighting structure. But it's enough to get you questioning things. And this is on one moon on near the most northern of the planets. Yeah, I'm I'm marking that down. We're, I, Mirgrat's going to be mounting a, a, an expedition for sure. Okay. So, uh, the next day, uh, Ty and uh, Tuvo wake up. Wagner is up. He mentions that he, he's got much reading to do and catching up to do, and uh, he, he, he wants to know what this whole uh, Rebo and Zooties all they keep going on about. Um, <laughs> he has no clue, but they just keep making reference after reference to Rebo and Zooty, and they all think this is amazing, the fact that all of them have this 
same reference point, and yet they're like, um, and there's writer going, I, I have no idea what they're talking about, none whatsoever. But he then says, uh, uh, yep, uh-huh. have fun with that, buddy. <laughs> he says, I, I, I will go get some food, uh, uh, look around, get a better gist of things. I'm taking a break from babysitting the brains to get my own head together, and I think this would be wise, and then I will return here. Hopefully I can find something the equivalent of a nice little gray, or maybe an oolong. Uh, okay, yeah, um, why don't you take Tuvo with you and get him some breakfast, just in case you get lost. Uh, very good, very good, yes, absolutely. I will do so. Intern field trip! <laughs> Tuvo will keep him from some most disasters temporarily. Exactly. Long enough Tubo, to go to McDonald's. Tuvo knows the era. He's uh, Wagner in some ways is more intelligent than Tuvo, but that comes from both experience and training. So again, between the two of them, that'd be great. But one knows how to operate; the other one knows uh, the be- operate operational parameters. Yeah. So between the two of them, they'll be fine. So. That happens. Where is uh, Ty going to go? I am gonna figure out where Dewey is because I need to take a trip to Steerage. But since Dewey wants to look for smugglers, that just seems like the most convenient place for us both to go, probably. Okay. So you can message Dewey again. You have the you have the communicator, so you can just chirp in like you know, chip chip. Dooley, are you there? Yep. Um. What time is this? Like. I'm probably on my way to the med lab. Uh, yeah, Ty, probably by yes. the time that Ty Ty wakes up and 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 Tuvo and Wagner go, you know, go get breakfast. Yeah, you're on your way to to med lab with the uh, the wings. Uh, how can I help you, Ty? Uh, so about this uh little expedition, I suppose you wanted to have finding mission, whatever you want to call it. Uh, oh, about very soon. Okay. You, you think it's a good idea that I go with you? I mean... I don't... I mean, I don't really want to go by myself. Oh, well then, yeah, sure. Um, let me go talk to Mia Grat for just a moment, and then I will meet you... I'll name some restaurant that's near the entrance of Steerage. Okay. Okay. Putting on the promenade. Yeah. And we'll, we'll catch some breakfast. Sure. Okay. As my brain is like, I wonder what the Narn equivalent of, it, uh, uh, of a, a croissant, a, a, a croissant uh, bacon and egg is. Uh, <laughs> a bacon egg croissant sandwich is. I was like, there's got to be a Narn equivalent. I'm sure that's one of those things where there's an equivalent in every culture. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> the sandwich is one of those great things. It's two slices of bread with meat inside. It is like almost universal, except in, in Japan, where under the same principle, they brought a sushi. No joke. Absolutely true. Both the sandwich and sushi were invented by people who did not want to get away from the card table. I can believe oh, that. Wow. <laughs> you know, the Pakmara equivalent is the same thing just a week later. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not sushi. You can't do sushi. You can't do the same. No. So Dooley goes finds Mirgrat. Mirgrat is up and awake. She, uh, they slept for uh, a bit of time. So again, Mirgrat gets your 18 points back. 
Yeah, Mirrorad is, is like at the stage where they're 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 waiting for the nurse to come around to discharge them, and like if if it takes too long, you can tell that they're about to rip out their IVs. Yes. And again, probably by the time that you're up and about, and you're like, I'm I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. The, the, Eric Powell comes around and goes, all right, let's take, he's doing the good old fashioned, let's look at your eyes, open your tendrils, look at there, okay, good, does this hurt when I top here, does this do that, okay, good. And so, yeah, you're you're getting your last checkout, because you're you're not at full strength, you're just close to it, right? Uh, if I had 18 one day and 18 the next, uh, yeah, I'm at full strength, because I only okay. have 29 hit points. Okay, they actually do mention that they're, uh, because of your station, they're more than happy to treat you, uh, there is some expenses, even though this is, you know, far in the future, that is, you know, whatever expenses they had to do is basically being transferred to the uh, Pakmara ambassador for, if, to basically sent to the library for various expenses and that. So it has nothing to do with you, but again, they're just doing the basic paperwork. Yeah, that's good that you, that you did that, Dan, because I would have told them to bill it to the ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're all on the same page here. I was about to say, there is a bit of socialized medicine here, it's just I can't tell how, how far the socialized medicine it truly is. So, But in this particular case, again, because it's multiple cultures and this and that, they're essentially just charging the insurance of your government rather than anything else. But that being said, and you do the checkout, you do your signing and everything else like that, they hand you every, all your equipment, say thank you, please say, you know, yeah. there, there's a good line they say at both funeral homes and hospitals, hope to not see you real soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then, basically... as we're leaving, I'm going to hand Mirgrat the bag and say, don't eat it here. <laughs> Mirgrat is going to get uh, Julie into, like, a bear hug. <laughs> uh, the equivalent that, that, that Julie has brought you has been, like, you have been, again, put in the hospital and... They, she shows this up with, I guess, the Takmara equivalent of Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, uh, I was thinking of, like, the steak burger that you have at Jack in the Box that, you know, for a time was, like, twice mm -hmm. as much as any other hamburger. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't bring you anything cheap. You know, it didn't say, well, here's a, you know, here's an egg McMuffin or anything like that. We're actually brought you something decent. And, yes, it's the... Uh, you know, <laughs> Dooley is going to be happy that you enjoy it. Dooley will be even happier if she doesn't have to watch you enjoy it. Yes. I, yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's like a, a private meeting room somewhere between here and there that we can duck into. Fair enough. Dooley, I knew our friendship had great potential when we met. It's just food. And I give her the name of the Pak Ra hopefully not slaughtering the name of the, you know, who helped me get the food. Okay. I, I um, told them it was for you. They said they would get something good, so I hope it's good. Do you tell them that your your current title amongst the Pakmara? Ah, yeah, you might find this amusing. Maybe. I don't know. It didn't seem insulting. Maybe it is, and I don't understand it. So I'll, I'll repeat the phrase. This is what they, they now call me, and I'll repeat the phrase to them. Yes. Uh, the equivalent of holy acolyte, uh, considering the, the the librarians would take a position not unlike a bishop or uh, something to that effect in Pakmara society. Well, it's good that you officially outrank both of the interns. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it does mean I can go get food for you now and then if you need it. I'm extremely appreciative, Dooley. Uh, so, 
while while she we're in like a private room, but I have my back turned because I'm not watching the meat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you still get the sound though. Yeah, well, that's just any person eating who eats enthusiastically. Um, <laughs> Listen, there's only so much you can do with throat plates. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to tell you this in private. Uh, we're in not. We're in a uh, uh, Vorland space. Far end of Vorland space. Yeah, it far like way past the do not pass beacon that they put out there. Well, thank goodness there are no longer Vorlons to enforce it. I hope. One hundred percent sure about that. <laughs> Uh, I would like you both to give me an intelligence check. Uh, Dooley, your intelligence is? Uh, I think it's like 16. Let me look. Mine is also 16. Mm -hmm. It is 17. Okay. Mine is 16. Yeah. So. Uh, I would like both of you to roll. Okay, Becca got 11. Sure, that's good. And uh, 14. Dooley got 14. Okay. So I would just, in cinematic fashion, do the whole... There are no Vorlons around to to determine this, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. I would like to remind you what happened at the end of last season, when a large pot of shining light came pouring out of Mimbari after he had re -hit, uh, hit the console for the navigation section, and that light had shone all the way down at the uh, at those tri planets. Oh. Holy acolyte, Dewey! I do not wish to alarm you, but I believe we are fucked. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a great line to end the episode on. Well, that wouldn't be the word I would use for it, but I think the uh, emotion comes through clear enough. So while they contemplate the problems of their own existence, why don't you return to us next week for another episode of Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story, yes? And maybe next time I can teach you a little bit of opera, yes? Come on, sing with me. Where are you going? Where are you going? Come on, this is the third time this has happened this way. And that's where we're in for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us and hope that you continue to join us every two weeks for another episode of Odyssey. If you have any questions, comments, constructive criticisms, or just want to say hi, then you can find us at temporalplaygrounds.com slash odyssey or email us at temporalplaygrounds.com at gmail.com or find us on Facebook Odyssey a Babylon 5 RPG podcast or Reddit r slash Odyssey B5 Babylon 5 was created by J. Michael Straczynski and is owned by Warner Brothers Domestic Media the Babylon 5 role-playing game was produced by Mongoose Publishing utilizing the OGL gaming license for D20 our audio engineer is Gabriel Belton our theme music Titan Striker was composed by Evan King Incidental music provided by Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. All other music provided by Creative Commons license and is available of information on our website. Once again, I am Daniel, and I thank you for joining us on this grand adventure. Good night, and keep dreaming.